Hello and welcome to Dot Dot Doc. I am Ian, your host again. I'm joined by Matt. Hello. Hi. <laughs> Hi. Um, today we're talking about episode three. What? 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 Um, uh, so this episode seems to be just mainly about the disappearance of uh, Carol's husband, um, Mr. Don, Don Lewis. Lewis. Don Lewis, um, who just mysteriously vanished twenty years ago. Do you think he? Um, uh, do you think he owns a uh, a shop? <laughs> yep, that was a terrible joke. I, I'm Probably. here all week, people. I'm here all week. Oh. <laughs> Don Lewis, John the Lewis. Shop. That was was piss poor. That was terrible. terrible. (laughs) I'm not even going to cut that because that's 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 so bad. It's good. No, it's not. It's not even remotely good. (laughs) Anyway, so the the episode mainly opens with um, a bunch of people saying, uh, "Was it like Mark McCarthy, um, who is a keeper? He was one of Mario's keepers. Mm -hmm. Um, I think he runs his own zoo. I'm not too sure." Um, he says, I saw him about a month before and he did mention to me that he thought his life was in danger. Um, which is quite an interesting thing to say to someone. If I, if I'm out with you and said, like, I think my life's in danger. And then <laughs> how do you react to that? <laughs> <laughs> it would be a whole thing, wouldn't it? Like, why would it? Yeah, surely the, surely <laughs> the conversation doesn't end there. I think my life's in danger. Okay. Okay. See you later, Barry. Bye. <laughs> I don't know why I came out with the name Barry, but hey. <laughs> I just, I just, I just, yeah, I just don't know why even, like, how did he even go missing after that? Surely I would have been like, oh, you know, I'll, I'll keep a, I'll keep some tabs on you just to make sure. Um, but Mark, you didn't do that, did you? Maybe, um, maybe they thought he was just talking in general about, you know, working with these big cats. You know, surely your life's in danger every day working with these things. Oh, yeah, yeah, I suppose good point. That's, uh, he's got, yeah, he could have he could have meant that. Um, then there is Vernon Yates, which is the quote that you keep in hearing. In um, he says there were so many strange twists in that story that you have to write. You would have to write books and volumes of stuff that went wrong. Uh, the lies that are out there. Uh-huh. Um, and yeah, we've heard that throughout the whole thing so far. I think like that quote comes up at least once or twice yeah. each episode. <laughs> um, and yeah then it kind of goes to carol and says she says like i don't regret any of what i've lived through i wouldn't be hit i wouldn't be standing here today otherwise um and kind of kind of in that kind of uh that way of thinking of like everything happens for a reason i guess yeah yeah i mean i must admit like a lot of the quotes and a lot of stuff that's shown in this episode is like prime like quotes to put in this like if 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 you want to make it look like she did it yeah. or if she, you know, it's kind of like super kind of double meaning quotes, mm-hmm. everything that's in this. Um, but yeah, obviously we've got um, Joe explaining uh, his thoughts on it. Um, he's basically kind of just said that, yep, she fed him, fed him through the tigers. Um, put him through the meat grinder. Put him through the meat grinder. <laughs> or if not uh, through the meat grinder in the uh, sept- septic tank. Yeah, one yeah. of them. <laughs> it's... Joe's pretty much just going, yeah, yeah, wherever, wherever he's ended up. Yeah, she killed her. Like, <laughs> it's yeah, I don't know. It's he's the driving force behind this. He's got like, there must be so many videos about this on 
on his show on his youtube if if he does that um it's you know this this whole thing it must have made him quite a lot of money overall oh, yeah. just uh just playing on this um but we'll go into that a little, in a little bit um so we see don's ex-wife in this and his daughters um and don's ex-wife says um on the last day that she saw don um he said that he was divorcing her and that uh she was one of the worst. No, she was one of the worst people he had ever met in his life, and she was very dangerous. Yeah, um, I mean, even that, like the the trouble is with all these kind of quotes from these people is you you literally have their you've got it's taking them at the word, isn't it? Because you don't you obviously Don's Don's not around to ask if that was really said, and obviously. They're no fans of Carol either, uh, being that, you know, Carol kind of, I guess, stole Don away from her. Um, so, and and with that was a lot of money as well. So it's one of those things where you kind of think, well, okay, is she is she telling the truth or is that kind of like the, a, a bit of bitterness coming through? Yeah, I mean, I can see that because uh, a lot of the people so far are kind of just, are people who knew Don and um, like obviously it has uh, Don's business associate uh, Wendell um, <laughs> and he was like yep yep uh, he definitely told me he was going to divorce her and then I never saw him again um, so it seems like you know for the last month or two before he disappeared he must have gone to everybody everybody who would listen everybody he's ever met in his life his mechanic everybody <laughs> um, his his business associate the guy at the the 7-Eleven I don't know um and he's told everybody, he's like, yep, yeah, divorcing Carol. Mm-hmm. Um, and oh, and it'd be strange if I disappeared. And by the looks it? of it, <laughs> like, like inviting them down to Costa Rica with him, oh, which yeah. is very strange. Like, again, I, I don't know. Perhaps he did. Perhaps he did say, why don't you come down with me? Like, to, it, to his mechanic. Um, but it seems, you know, how, how friendly are you with your mechanic? Are you friendly enough? You know, this guy fixes cars for me. But I don't know if, you know, if I had a car on the road, broke down, mechanic fixes it. I don't know if I'd be saying, hey, fancy coming with me down to IB for this summer? <laughs> you know, I barely know you, but hey, can you fix a car? <laughs> it just seems an odd request to ask of a mechanic. But again, for all I know, they could have been quite good friends. Um, it's very, I mean, it's it very kinda... murky in, in that sense of like... You don't really know any history of their relationship other than a relationship that you would have between a mechanic and and the person who owns the car. Um, so it is quite murky, really. Again, you're, you're kind of having to go off of their word. Yeah, it does seem like there's a lot of that where you kind of wonder, like, how well they knew this person? Are they? they but I mean, the mechanic guy, um, I forget his name here. Where is it? Um, Dale Lively. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and he knew quite a lot about Don anyway, so I think they were good friends because he was like, oh, like he carries around a $500 bill in his wallet just to kind of, just because he could. Yeah. Um, which, one, I didn't know a $500 bill existed until today, um, not being American or anything like yeah. that. But, uh, yeah, I was, I was like, oh. It'd be a nice thing um, to so, have you know, in your pocket. You know, if, that, if that's your loose change, then you, you, you're yeah. doing pretty well in life. 
don't know, but I'd say that's probably worse than like carrying around fifties in your wallet and stuff like here, like a fifty. If you hand a fifty to anybody here, yeah, yeah, but you get like, it's, it, again, it's probably it's not there to spend, is it? It's it's. It's, no, no, it, it's just it's like a power. Yeah, it's a status thing, thing yet yeah, again, like which is kind of a kind of thing that is it's kind of a, a big thing with these types of people is it's this power and this status thing. Um there was also a was it Don's handyman also <laughs> chimes in on this. Um he worked for him for ten to fifteen years. He was friends before that, and he says that Don uh, was like you know quite a secretive guy, um, and he would bury his money and gold bars. And he, uh, oh, the, by the way, the guy's called uh, Kenny Far. So if we revert to Kenny, that's who we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, and he said he estimated that Don was probably worth about twenty million. Um, and he says this, uh, obviously being this handyman, you see him with like a like a JCB um, digger and he's sitting in quite like a nice house. I think uh, it's got like a nice pool behind him. Um, and who knows? I mean, I guess it was probably just him and Don who probably knew where this stuff was buried. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> so yeah, Kenny looks like he's doing well for himself. Um, Maybe he dug it up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, we meet uh, and. And McQueen, who's Don's executive assistant, um, she says that he's worth roughly seven to seven and a half million. Um, yeah, I mean, there does seem to be like there's there's a few people that do kind of like uh, chime in on how much Don was worth, and it almost appears that either either they're just purely guessing, or Don has told them each a different sum of money. Because it's, I mean, it, 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 it's, it's. There's quite a big difference in in the sums of money that each of them say. Yeah, I mean, uh, I think Kenny's the one who kind of it shatters it and like and puts it out of the ballpark kind of thing. Where uh, he says twenty million, everybody else says about seven, five, five to ten million and stuff. Mm. So <laughs> that's why I was joking that like. Kenny might have, you know, knew where all this, like, he's the only person who even mentions that Don buried money or gold bars. Um, So I just thought that was funny, like, having him just shown with a digger and stuff. And he's like, yeah. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, like, uh, Don's like a a million, like, a millionaire. And uh, he's, his family says that he was, He's got green thumbs, but the green thumbs for money. And uh, that everything he touches, he can make just turn into money, more or less. Um, he's just such a successful businessman. Um, and, uh, yeah, he ends up uh, meeting Carol. Um, was it like she was walking along the street, crying to herself um, after an argument with her ex-husband. Yeah. Um, and Don, 20 years older, is driving along in his car. Um, and he sees this young girl on the side of the road crying her eyes out and stuff, like walking along. And he's like, Hey, get in my car, hop in, <laughs> <laughs> hop in. But he does, like, obviously, this doesn't work because that just doesn't work. You wouldn't get in some random's car, especially someone who's like quite old, much older than yeah. you. Like, um, and someone with a gun on his on the chair on the seat right next no, to him. no no like, you know the, the gun wasn't there at first was it the the first time round he just asked her and then didn't he like didn't she 
didn't she say that he basically rode back round the block and then when he pulled back up and asked her again? Yeah, it was like three you know, three times, yeah. wasn't it? So yeah. But I just thought it was funny like how on the third time it was like, Yeah, uh, I've got a gun on my seat now. It's like kind of getting you can point it at me, but you know, I just need someone to talk yeah. to. Um and that was it. Like you fell in I mean, love. You'd, you know, you'd hope love. that she'd at least check that the gun was loaded. <laughs> well, no, I, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> if I did that, I'd probably kill him. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, oh shit, Carol did kill Don. Ah, <laughs> uh, um, yeah, and then obviously it was love at what third sight. Um, so. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> Keep <Yes>. that. <clears throat> um, yeah, so they obviously fell in love at that point. Uh, Don abandoned his family and his kids. Um, like, so did Carol, I think, at the same time. they Actually, no, because they didn't get divorced until, I think it was like two years later. Uh, no, it was 20... No, no, it was four years later. So she met Don at 20, and then she uh, left the husband when she was 24. Um, and she only got married three years before um, to Mike. Yeah. Uh, and she had a kid with him. Um, I mean, really thinking about it, like, it, or, you know, maybe, maybe I'm being a bit judgmental, but I would say that the money played probably quite a big part in her deciding to up sticks in the end and 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 go with don or may or were they were, does it say whether they were you know like seeing each other whilst whilst they was whilst carol was still married or was it he was trying to win her over in those four years i think they knew each other because it makes it seem like he just abandoned like he and her and just abandoned their families but it looks like there was a four year kind of gap between meeting them and you know like uh, abandoned yeah. families um so i don't think it was as abrupt as it wasn't like uh he's you know she slept around one night and that was it um as far as i can tell like it did it was over a period yeah. of time um that was for me just you know writing it down working out what's going on um because i was trying to you know make some notes and stuff on this so i can like get the a good clear picture of what's going on here. I'm going to solve this mystery today. In this... <laughs> but yeah, I, I mean, I, the... I, I call me cynical, but I would, I would say that, um, you know, I, that, that money probably did play quite a big part in her making that decision. Um, maybe, I mean, maybe, I don't know like how much, I mean, it might've helped overall, but you know, she might've liked him overall. Oh, yeah, um, I'm sure. But they... you know, a, mil a millionaire it... shows up on your, on your doorstep. You know, you you probably you know, money, money is quite a powerful thing. Yeah, yeah. If it if it guarantees I mean, you this life of luxury, when obviously she's had quite a a bit of a dark childhood, um, then that's like all her dreams come true. Yeah, I suppose it's kind of like run the way. Uh, she's off know, to easy street. Yeah, yeah. Well, she's quite like, literally like <laughs> after Easy Street. So they did share a love of animals together. So I mean, they must have talked, decided to set this place up, this wildlife on Easy Street, and 
yeah, like then we find out about that. Uh, and Joe um, and a few others from the documentary basically say that Carol bought and bred and sold big cats for years. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, that was that was Mark McCarthy, uh, the guy at the beginning. Who was yeah. talking. Um, Joe uh, <laughs> saying into uh, the camera that um, she spent ninety four thousand uh, dollars to buy animals to fill your so called sanctuary, um, and like he said, like oh, you know, you bought them all, but like you said that they were rescues and you're frauding the pro- frauding the yeah. public. Um, which which kind and... of to a degree can uh, with with that um, with that knowledge come into light, you can it brings a further understanding of why Joe sees Carol as such a hypocrite. Um, you can see it through his eyes, at least that, that you, that, you know, you're, you're attacking me for doing this now, but it's something that, that you've done, you had done for years. And, and now all of a sudden you're holier than thou. Like it makes sense why, why he'd have a bug to bear o- over that that side of things. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, but the one thing I did wonder is they talked about um, buying the first bobcat from auction, who was going to be like stuffed. There was like you know taxidermies. Mm-hmm. Um, would you count that as rescued? I mean, I would. I would say that was like I was rescuing the animal. Well, yeah. Like, I um, mean, if if uh, if if the animal was going to be killed to be stuffed then yeah no doubt that is a rescue <laughs> if if that animal but goes if... from a, a future of being still with I don't, I don't know how they stuff these animals fluff with fluff inside of it let's say um yeah, i think it's sawdust and stuff i have it? no yeah. idea uh taxidermy isn't it yeah yeah, yeah. um but yeah so yeah that, that is a rescue of sorts I, yeah, because they say they bought, they bought the first animal from an auction, Bobcat, and then they went on to like buy 56 the, the next year with like and lynx. Um, so they buy all these animals from the auction to try to like to try to save them because I guess uh, they were being used for fur and that. So in a way, I would say that it's, they're still rescuing them. I mean, as much as Joe says that he um, as she's just They've just rinsed all that money to, you know, fill their sanctuary yeah. and have them coming but, in. But again, uh, like we we only have what we hear from this to go off. So again, like how true is it that that they were purchased because they were going to be stuffed? Like all of them. Or Oh no, I don't think I don't think all of them are gonna be stuffed. I think it was just that bobcat was supposedly, but then after that, uh, it was mainly for fur, like base right. reasons. You know, they were going to turn them into, you know, it was like a hundred and one Dalmatians yeah, situation yeah. going on. So um, they're going to be made into a, a lynx coat, or yeah, you know, yeah. So so bobcat yes, coat. that that is rescuing them. Like if you you're saving that yeah. animal from death, that's rescuing them. Sim- simple as that, definitely. Yeah, and I guess they obviously uh, they obviously set up the zoo. Um, because of that, because they've got all these animals, what are they going to do with them? Let's turn it into a, you know, like a wildlife on Easy mm-hmm. Street, you know, so people can come. I mean, I imagine that was probably like Don's, a bit of Don's idea on top of that, because, uh, you know, he's just spent 94, 
thousand uh, dollars to buy to us. That was probably just a made up number that Joe yeah, got with. Yeah. Um, I mean, but yeah, so he's Don, gonna... Don was obviously fairly, or you would imagine he was fairly entrepreneurial. Like, so yeah, yeah I, I I would think too that that uh, probably probably a lot of that came from Don. Um, but then <laughs> after that, we meet a guy called Dennis Hill, who is this cool <laughs> biker guy. I like, love uh, his beard. This old guy. Yeah, it's like this kind of like it's the beard just I don't know. It's, it's like plaited, isn't it? Yeah, but it kind of looks so messy. Yeah, the whole thing just looks like yeah, he's literally kind of stole it off like a, a doll <laughs> yeah. or something. But like... <laughs> yeah, it doesn't quite go. It's it's almost a bit askew, isn't it? Like yeah, it's a messy plait. It's um... a messy plait. A messy plait. A messy plait. Plat. Yeah, like plaited hair. Come on, uh, Ian. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> okay. You'd never plaited Sorry, your hair I mean... before, Ian. <laughs> no, I haven't. I don't think I'm ever going to get the opportunity to do that. Plat that well. beard. Plat that beard. <laughs> no, I think yeah. I don't know. I'm the most I use is like oil on it. That's it. Done. <laughs> and that's just for the skin underneath. But like, yeah, let's <laughs> let's move away from the beards. But so he claims that he sold them their first tiger in 1995. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she gave him like a VHS tape of, you know, like it was like a little while later, she gave him a VHS tape and it was about her guide about raising exotic animals as yep. pets. And this is, I feel like the smoking gun of it. This is something that, I think Joe must be like losing his mind. Definitely, about, um, and rightfully because... so. Like it's 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 all because... there. Like the 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 evidence is plain as day, right there. Because she says in the in the tape, uh, "We'll show you how to take care of them. How to um, take them from the mother." Accumulate, accumulate. I don't know. Whatever. Uh, you know what I'm going to say. Uh, them to social life with people. Accumulate. Um, she's going to. Accumulate? No, acclimate, acclimate. Accumulate, there we go, cool. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, and it shows her kind of like rinsing one underneath a tap. Um, She's like feeding them. She's like spraying them with like hoses and stuff Mm -hmm. in the garden. But the whole point is that she was shown how to care for exotic animals as pets. So... I imagine that was an idea that she had early on. I mean, she's definitely not in that boat now, but she definitely started yeah. that way. Because um, she seemed, yeah, she seemed pretty young in yeah, the video. Yeah, um, her voice in the video as well is very, like, yeah. it's it's almost like reading off a script. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, because, I mean, she's, yeah, narrating over the top of uh, bits and bobs, you know, just... Um, and uh yeah yeah i mean again like there's no doubt that that is hypocritical right and i can totally understand joe's anger towards that like completely understand it because it is it is completely hypocritical like especially as she's she's not only doing it she's teaching others how so in, in in actual fact 
in the in the in the grand scheme of things, she could have set up, like unknowingly set up half of these places that are keeping, uh, keeping and breeding uh, big cats, and now she's on the other side of things, raking it all back in. Like it's a pretty yeah, good she... business strategy. Yeah, I mean, she did have the the video made up and stuff, so she must have given them out to people. Um, they mu there must have been even like a something where you could have possibly yeah. bought them. So or... really, like it's like she's created an even bigger problem. Like it's not just a case of she's just doing it; she's teaching others how. So that creates a, a you know, without those videos, there could be a lot less of these places that are doing this. Like you could argue. I think it was it wasn't so much for the places, it was more the people at home. So Yeah, exactly. I think it's worse of course it is. Myself, it's like keeping like, a big cat in your backyard. A baby tiger Yeah, because it's they're not gonna last like that forever. You know, it's easy enough saying like, oh, this is how you look after them where they're like they can fit in your hand. Um but later on when you know you're you know, you have locked Nan up in the in the kitchen <laughs> to keep him away from the tiger. Do not go out in the garden. <laughs> Nana, stay inside. <laughs> oh. Um, I I don't know. It's it's weird because like in the video as well, I couldn't make it out because it was it was hard to tell because it's like poor quality. But it looks like one of the the tigers was wearing a uh, like a, some kind of clothing or something. I'm sure there's like a pink. Um, there's some kind of clothing on yeah. top of the tiger. I don't know if it's like the harness or what. It's hard to tell, but I thought it was like a little, like mm -hmm. a jumper kind of like, thing. Like people put to... like dogs in, like these days. Like... Yeah, yeah, like the dogs or or even the the chimps ah, yeah, from the yeah. last episode. Mm -hmm. um, but I, yeah. I, I do, I, th um, I think you hit the nail on the head by saying that that this is the smoking gun for Carol, and and I, a hundred percent, it is. I mean, it kind of shows you a bit of her character. So, I mean, she, the thing is, she might have changed as a person uh, since that video because she was like, imagine pre 20, like when she'd been 21. And, and people do change, obviously. Um, and I suppose as well, yeah. If you have, you know, quite a, a, a big love for these animals and you started out doing that, but then along the way, you saw, you kind of saw the error of your ways and, and kind of, started to understand that this really isn't good for them or perhaps she perhaps in those years she just learned more perhaps like us um in 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 the first episode not knowing about being able to um re-release these cats into the wild um it could have yeah. been the same for her information could have come her way later on in life to which she was like okay that you know what i'm doing is wrong um so i, I suppose you you've got a kind of at least give her that kind of little bit of leeway, um, but still very, very hypocritical. So the documentary, well, the episode goes on to tell you that uh, Don and Carol had like, a, you know, the complete difference of opinion on breeding, breeding these, uh, breeding these tigers, breeding the animals, um, like Don liked to go to Costa Rica once a month as they didn't have the same regulations on breeding. Um, whereas Carol was like, no, 
no, don't like breeding these uh, cats. And like when Don would go fly away, she would like neuter yeah. like a lot of them. Um, so there was no possibility mm-hmm. of that happening. Um, it, but also, like it says that Don had a a girlfriend in yeah. Costa Rica. And I was thinking, does everybody in this documentary have like know, multiple partners? Like, like, I'm like still is, going back is it is it is it a thing? Like is when you sign up to be an owner of a big cat, is that part of the part of the sign up clause? Like you must have at least you must have a, at least two partners to be able to do this. I think <laughs> it might be. Like I definitely think you're onto something there because it seems like everybody in this in this documentary so far has seems i wouldn't be surprised if bloody Anne mcqueen uh like don's uh mm-hmm. you know assistant has two partners as well I'm not... <laughs> it's um <coughs> but it's weird because it goes to his don's family and they basically say don was a bit of mm-hmm. a player and he had like a roaming eye um and then his daughter says yeah he was a bit of a sexaholic <laughs> 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 well, I don't know about you, but I would never, never mention that in a, a documentary. Even if you know father's missing and something like that, I'm not going to be like, yeah, he's yeah. a bit of a sexaholic. Like, like my father's you know? been <laughs> mif- missing for for x amount of years, possibly dead. But yeah. here you go. Yeah, he was a bit of a sexaholic. <laughs> yeah, it's um, it's a bit of a strange oh. one. Um. Anyway, so when he visits his, sorry, he visits Wendell, um, and he says, yeah, he definitely thinks he was preparing his estate before he kind of vanished. He was like, you know, setting things up so that uh, Carol would get nothing, um, and if he, it would make it so that like, um, if they did get divorced, yeah, Carol would lose everything, um. And Don even give Anne and McQueen, uh, his you know his assistant, um, a bit of paper to keep in the safe just in case mm-hmm. anything happened to him, and like give it to the police, um, which was like a failed uh, restraining order yeah. against Carol. Um, it, yeah, because it, it goes on to say that uh, he tried to get restraining order against Carol because she was being like really abusive, and uh, she threatened him with a gun, but also mm-hmm. stole his gun. I think, um, and I mean to be fair, he was offering her his gun the very first time he met her. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she never, she yeah. never gave back. I guess so. I'll keep hold of that. <laughs> Don's daughter, though, says that he never got the law involved with anything. Um, so getting the law, you know, involved on this. Uh, Restraining order was a huge yeah. deal. I mean, um, yet again, another you know, thing that seems to go hand in hand with owning these big cats. We don't call the police. We take care of our own business. Picture of a gun. <laughs> like, yeah. yet another thing to sign up to become one of those people, I imagine. Yeah. Um, so they basically say, look, that was the biggest uh, thing for it because he basically brought this up you know the restraining order thing and then in june filed it in june and disappeared in august um and one thing that was that kenny says uh he was like 
oh yeah, I was building a cage with Don, and he said to me, Kenny, if I could pull this off, it'd be the slickest thing yep. I ever did in my life. <laughs> Which is such a weird that, thing to it's say. It's a mystery in itself. <laughs> like that one sentence, that one bit of dialogue there is so mysterious because you're kind of like, like, what's his idea? What, what is it? Like, uh, I want to know, is, is he faking his own death? I see kind of everything that he says kind of leads to that, doesn't it? Like it's Kenny does put a lot of stuff out there where it kind of it makes you think that, oh, well, what's he doing? Um, so if I don't think that Kenny killed him, <laughs> like which I think that could be a possibility the way he keeps on saying stuff, because he's the only person mm -hmm. saying this stuff. Um, and or he might have helped him disappear. I mean, you know, the friendly uh, handyman, you know, he's been hiding money and now it's yeah. his time to go. Or, or you know, Carol it's... Baskin murdered him, you know. Right. Or, or... That, that is, that's the other option yeah, right or, there. Or Carol like... Baskin. <laughs> <laughs> Just listen to Joe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I don't think I don't think it would have gone the music video wouldn't have been as good if it was like, oh, Kenny, won't you dig up my gold? <laughs> <laughs> it's a fake that Carol could never take a hold. <laughs> I don't know. We need to actually, we need to talk about that. So <coughs> Joe puts out one of the, the, the best music videos he's done so far. Without a doubt, it's uh here kitty kitty it's um, just fantastic and <laughs> it's just oh it's just insane because it's got joe looking like a half cowboy half yeah. like priest <laughs> i i don't understand why he's wearing like a yeah like a well like a, a priest dog, would like never a, lie dog color. <laughs> yeah so it kind of it's um, and then they've got like the best lookalike I've ever seen in my life. It's like <laughs> it, for moments I was like, sure, "That's her, <laughs> that's Carol, like that is her." Yeah. Like it's in, in it incredibly looks so much similar, like her. It's incredibly. Ridiculous. And like, how did he find her? What did he put it out on his internet TV show? Like we're we're looking for a Carol Baskin lookalike, ladies and gentlemen. Like, we need you for our music video. <laughs> yeah, I, I can't believe how much, like, the woman in the video looks like Carol. It's, yeah. like, spot on. Like, I mean, at the time when he did it, it she might not have looked like that, like, per se, because, like, um, but she now yeah. looks like that, for sure. Um, but it's, I know, was it, uh, Doc Antle was he loved it, didn't it. He? he was like, you know. <laughs> it's like, it was like, it's the best thing he's ever done. <laughs> Yeah, if, if you haven't seen it, you have to watch it. Go watch it. Um, but just um, that that video in yeah, itself, it was, like, could it's... you surely could you not get in trouble for that? Is that not like I I would think you could get in trouble for that, couldn't you? Like for if there's no actual proof or evidence that she did do that, like, could you not sue over that? I don't know if it kind of comes under like kind of yeah, parody. Yeah, I guess, I guess. Um, 
I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if she tried to sue him though, because like it's, it's de- it, yeah, it definitely seems mm-hmm. like she's something she would do. Um, but uh, so what do we reckon about this? So Dom just vanished, didn't he? Like he basically said that he's uh, getting up really. Was it early, oh, yeah, early, 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 like, early, early, and the, that's a. Uh, it would you say that? Like that to me, like because Carol says that quite a few times, and I don't know. I can't tell whether it's because, as well, she doesn't seem very traumatized by the event. Like, would you not be traumatized yeah, by she's... that? Because the early, early, early thing she says like, in a in a news report, like it was pretty much just as it happens, but then. Like when she's been interviewed now, she's exactly, exactly the same thing so she said before. Again, um, it almost feels like you know, like sometimes when people lie, they create this story in their head, and like that's sometimes quite telling of a liar um, because they don't want to change that story. And obviously, if you know, if if you if you interviewed me, say ten years ago about a certain subject, um that yeah. I, I either knew quite a lot about or I was passionate about and and then interviewed me again you know b- being that I still had the passion for it I would probably roll off the same kind of uh dialogue about it but it wouldn't be word for word and that just strikes me a little bit as <sighs> strange I guess um like that's a bit of a, I, I I don't know whether to say it's telling or not, or, or you know if that, but then on the other side of things, if that's your last memory of a conversation with this person that you were in love with, then perhaps you would keep ringing off that same same sentence, but that does to me that did kind of ring alarm bells for me just a little bit. See, I imagine she's probably told this story a mm-hmm. hundred times, probably more than a hundred, obviously loads of times over the years. So if I was telling this particular story, like a, a something that happened to me or something that's gone on, it's like multiple news places and stuff. I probably like would have bite. it like down. Yeah. Yeah. Like almost a soundbite. Because I, I... you told yeah, it so many I, times. I can so... see that. I mean, I, I, I can see that. It's, I suppose there's many ways you could look at it, like which is kind of a big part of the mystery of this whole thing is you could look at it in so many ways and kind of come to your own conclusions. Like, and until anything's proven, you know that that's kind of what we're all doing. We're all just kind of coming to our own conclusions upon what happened there. Um, so I guess it's the same thing with that 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 line of of speaking um yeah but it did it did kind of ring alarm bells with me i was like okay she keeps saying that like there's something to it but i don't know i don't know (coughs) so the police investigate this so um they basically search her whole property and there's like 40 acres and they walk it in like aerial surveillance um 
you know, to see if they can find not, any not dropping sign of grenades. Guns. Though, like, no. They can't. They... <laughs> no, 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 no dropping grenades today. Um, they find his van a few days later and at an airport with his keys in there and suitcase. But, no Don. Um, like no Don, no Don at all. Like Don was done a disappearance. Um, disappearing Don. Um, and I don't know. The cop was basically said the the van's planted there. Like he thinks that someone just planted the van there. Um, the only prints they found on the van, like because the van got taken back to uh, was yep. it Wildlife on Easy Street, and it and it just sat there Which for a few days. Is... Um, before. Kind of probably not the way things should be done. Yeah, it seems yeah. a bit bizarre, doesn't it? But then, um, the only prints they find on it uh, belong to the mechanic, not, not uh, Dave. Sorry. No, no yeah, 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 Dave, Dave Lively. Um, they and which is fair enough. I mean, come on, is obviously he's probably worked on. Um, I don't know because I did think like you know he's a bit bizarre overall, like um him mm. knowing so much about this like you know about but they might have been good friends i mean it, it would, been, it like, would you know, be a good alibi like well i'm the mechanic so of course my fingerprints are on it no, not saying that it was him whatsoever yeah. but it would be a good alibi yeah yeah i mean i mean there's a few people in it where you think oh they might know something like uh basically obviously kenny this this dave um you think mm, like it's something hey, going on there? Maybe, maybe they, they help him disappear. I mean, could be. You know, like or, uh... it's it's kind of like a heist. <laughs> like, <laughs> like they're all in <laughs> on it. Like, but again, is it, it just adds more to the mystery, doesn't it? Yeah, um, and especially I mean, since like he asked for the mechanic if he wants to come to Costa Rica with him. Um, and but then it it comes out that like he would have the plane he would have flew would be like a little tiny plane and it'd be impossible to fly there like just in in um yeah. you know like one and, go and from, also from like, they, like a lot of them mentioned don't they that it, that if you were really trying to kind of flee somewhere unnoticed would you really leave your van at this place, you know, to kind of just, it's basically, it's like leaving breadcrumbs, isn't it? Like, oh, I'm trying to get away without anyone knowing, but, uh, you know, <laughs> here's my van with my keys in it at the airport. Like... Yeah. Yeah, that's why I think maybe it definitely leans towards him being murdered more than anything, because he wouldn't, like, you wouldn't just leave the van there, would you? Just, uh, like, it's, I feel like it was drove there to make him well, look it, like it, he wanted to It wouldn't that. be very um, slick, would it? No. Um, but do you see the theory that was it the attorney um, said that he basically went there to mm-hmm. look at a new plane to buy and then uh, <clears throat> he was flying across, they were flying across the Gulf and like there was, you know, the attorney heard that he would have been pushed out like, uh, like 30 feet over the water and killed. Wow. And they, but I don't know, that seems a bit, I don't know, unless Carol got That's what I mean, you, you really don't or... know, do you? It's, uh, I mean, <coughs> it could have been the ex-wife. Even it could have been. I don't know. It's... I mean the the story of uh, of Carol <laughs> feeding Don to the tiger. It's uh, it's more of a you know that make 
much better headlines, of course. Like, that's a pretty huge headline. Like, um, but yeah, it's uh, it's very tough to call. It is very, very tough to call. Um, it's very tough. We're talking about it now, like, talking to you about it has made me kind of like second guess my own thoughts because when uh, no word of a lie when i first watched it i was like okay yeah she did it no doubt no doubt in my mind like or not not particularly she done it or she had something to do with it because it would it would solve all of you know her why? problems you know why no because the re- because the documentary paints it that way like is of course like showing someone the slow motion looking at the camera or looking <laughs> yeah, away yeah you're right you're makes right. everybody, it makes everybody look guilty. If like even like you know Joe in slow motion, yeah, like yep, yeah, he killed him. Well, even if he had nothing to do with him, he could he could have the documentary filmmaker himself in slow motion walking down. Yeah, but like, then, yeah, that, he then that kind of makes you like... wonder about the the producer of this documentary. Like, have they gone in there? Like, are they just really good friends with Joe? Has Joe like wooed them to such a degree that? That they will join his campaign of Carol Baskin murdered Don Lewis, like no, I just it's because it makes people watch. Like, why you know if they didn't have this in there, was I mean, it's like of a course cool storyline for course, this crazy also, story. Like, that's pretty dark, man. Like to yeah, I guess we'd need to know a little more about the 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 filmmaker. Um, to really understand, I do think the filmmaker had nothing to, like he had nothing to do with, like he has no investment with like Joe or anything like that. I think it's just, it's of a course, good it story is, but, overall. Like, but if, you're still, if... you're kind of <coughs> without actually saying it, you're kind of pushing people. If that is the case, you're pushing people in that direction of thinking it's her and like. Surely there's something wrong in that. If she if she really didn't, then yeah, I don't know. It's it's very tough. It's very very tough. But as as I say, after talking to you here, <laughs> you've kind of you're making me think more that possibly it wasn't. Whereas when I first watched it, I was like, there's no doubt. And I I I like to think that. You know, I've watched a lot of documentaries um, and I like to think that I know the kind of tricks of the trade in t- in terms of, like you say, like putting her in slow motion and looking a certain way. Um, I don't know, man. It's very, very tough. <clears throat> you got to be careful about documentaries because obviously sometimes they're told in such a way it's meant to convey the story that the filmmaker wants it to convey like if you look at um for example uh michael moore's bowling for columbine that's editing such a a lot of that is like makes you believe certain things happen in certain ways but it didn't it was like kind of almost told out a sequence yeah 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 i I totally um, get that i totally get that but at the same time like and it makes it seem worse. At the same time, uh, you're not you're not painting is, someone as a murderer. Uh, no, you make someone looking really bad in a certain way because you just have like a couple of clips. You tell if you take those clips and put them into like out of order, it obviously would. You know, they could have been. She could have been talking no, about. Uh, yeah, of anything. course, but it just and it just like yeah. I I I guess I guess I just. 
I, t- I can totally understand that. And, and you are possibly completely right in that. Um, but I guess the kind of good nature in me would like to think that someone wouldn't do that just for documentary sake. Like, but if it was something a bit smaller than someone murdering their husband, uh, I, I could be like, okay, yeah, they're just, you know, they're trying to create their own narrative of this story um to perhaps garner more viewers but yeah I, I i struggle with that but maybe that's just because i wouldn't be able to do that but for all i know this documentary maker might be like well what do i give a fuck about carol baskin everyone hates carol baskin <laughs> yeah um the amount of people who have said that to me today is like crazy just everywhere on like social media and stuff just seems like it's yeah. that like on like people like posting merch of that um i'm trying to avoid that kind of stuff just at the moment because obviously i haven't, I haven't seen the whole thing um, yeah yeah so i'm trying to like hold i mean up, i mean uh, maybe that's involved, it maybe, but... maybe we're maybe you know if people are like that and if by episode three when we're kind of finding out this part of the story um you know we're we're kind of maybe second guessing over what we think happened but perhaps later on we we might watch and be like okay okay there's no doubt in my mind now maybe maybe that's the case yeah um anyway let's get back on track because we kind of went off on our <laughs> on the scenic route for a bit i think but um so uh there's a couple of things though that, can, <coughs> that get mentioned so basically don doesn't have a pilot license he had it and he lost it the next day so he wouldn't be able to fly he's, he shouldn't be flying to costa rica anyway so he would just fly mm-hmm. under the radar um another thing is uh that carol's brother is the is it a deputy he's like, part of the uh, police force. he's he works for the yeah. yeah part of the police force there and there's you know kind of talk that he may have swayed things in such a way or kind of like maybe like made the investigation against carol kind of you know yeah yeah null almost no i mean like you know you kind of held things back and stuff um again you're making me second guess everything now man like but (laughs) but it does come across that way um and the, the kind of I guess again, smoking gun for me is the fact that that truck ended up back on Easy Street before any actual testing was done for a few days. So there's so much that could be tampered with within that time if you had the right know-how. Yeah, but could it have been that Carol's brother took it back to uh, Wildlife and Easy Street in the meanwhile because he thought, oh, she might need it and stuff. Yeah, but if it's, um, if it's part like, of that's a possible murder there, but... investigation. Yeah, but it's... I think the reason why it ended back there is because he dropped it there and it's kind of like... And him realising that, oh, shit, I shouldn't have done that. Like, um, maybe it was because it was like, you know, because it was family, he would kind of wasn't thinking yeah, straight. Yeah, I can um, understand that. So, but still... <laughs> Like it, it, it does seem a bit like it, it, it at least comes across very kind of like dirty cop type type of thing, you know. But then we come up to the next smoking gun of of the episode, um, is that Kenny 
Um, and Carol break into an office that's owned by Don, and and uh, they cut the locks, like cut the power. It sets the alarms off, so um, Anne and McQueen's notified about it. And in Anne's office, under a desk, she had uh, like two wills mm-hmm. and two power of attorneys, and those those just disappear. Um, and the the new power of attorney that you know materializes from this is a is one with the line upon my yeah. disappearance um which was cr- created by um carol it says yeah created by miss mm-hmm. don lewis um which was a bit bizarre i mean everybody in the, even the the attorneys like that's so bizarre it shouldn't yeah. be like kind of upon my death that makes sense mm-hmm. but upon my disappearance and, like i um, i i then I, I'd love to see the old will and testament. Like, obviously, if it's disappeared or been destroyed, then maybe we won't ever, you know, ever get to see that. But I very much doubt that that was in there. Do you reckon that the other will, yes, was upon my death, and this yeah. is upon my disappearance, and also the fact that in this new will, basically all of Don's money just goes directly to Carol. I mean, that's not that strange because like people with wills anyway, uh, if there is a will, it it usually falls to the wife and it falls to the family. Um, well, you'll have like a, an executor of the will. Like, so let's say yeah. you're in a family um, and let's say you're, you're one of, three siblings and a parent dies with within their will and test last will and testament they will have an executor of the will so whether that be the remaining parent or if there was no other parent it would be one of the children more than likely um so it'd be interesting to see who who the executor of the original will was or would have been was, oh right, okay. It was Anne. So, so yeah, she, Anne McQueen, she, yeah. she would have um, been in control of, or not in control. At the end of the day, your will, your last will and testament, is your last will and testament. It's no one else's, but the executor yeah. of the will is the one who just sees it through and makes sure that things are done by the book. Um. So yeah, I, I'd say very, very much so. Yet another smoking gun for Carol there. It is bizarre, but I mean, obviously, a lot of wills, when you write them, if you update them, you say, I revoke all uh, previous wills and testaments. This is the, like, it's always the most current one. So, of course it is. But if, um, if she, you know, you've, if, seen, you've seen these films where it's like, a, if, if she's created so this new will, then of course she's going to, you know, if, if, if she is the type of person that it at least kind of appears to come across in this documentary um, or that she's been painted to be whatever way you want to look at it. Um, Then if she's in control of creating that new will, then of course she's going to put most of it to herself. I think the will didn't hold up. Uh, because upon my disappearance, no, not the will. I'm um, sorry, the power of attorney. Power of attorney. Because upon my disappearance, 
Um, it's quite vague. It could be like him going away for the weekend and it's not down where mm. she is, uh, where he is. Um, so that's why I think that it had to fall back to uh, him being missing for five years, and then after five years, you can legally pronounce someone. Uh, it's like it's like if someone uh, just walked out, and after five years, you can like say uh, get divorced. Yeah. You can pronounce them dead, all that kind of stuff. Because if there's no mm-hmm. contact, full stuff, nobody knows where they are. But then so, you could look at it also it as like, okay, I've just got to do this five year stint, and then all of it is mine. If I can just get through the next five years then the world is mine. I mean, nothing changed for her anyway, because what she did is that she had a dad like um, come along and they both helped uh, run the place. So she was still running. The no, place. yeah, it but I, uh, I, I mean, in terms in of the money, in terms of, in terms of Don's money. Oh, yeah. Like, and if, if you yeah. had a chance, like if someone said to you, like, I don't know, say you're in a really crappy job, um and you absolutely despise it but someone says to you look if you can just see through five years of this shit then i guarantee you x amount of million dollars or pounds or whatever um you're more than likely going to see that five years through aren't you because that's a big big sum of money that's life-changing money right there I, I can see that she did that. I mean, I think for her, for like those five years, nothing was really different. Like she didn't have the rights to, you know, the properties and stuff. So she couldn't make that much money overall. But I think five mm. years was easy enough for her. Um, um, what else have we got to? Um, so the director says... What's the theory that makes the most sense? Uh, Don's family says, well, there's no proof. Uh, like, she, uh, they said, like, oh, it would be the person who would benefit the most from yep. his death, and that would have been Carol. Joe basically said, yeah, she <laughs> Carol did fed into the tigers. <laughs> or, uh, can, we, um, uh, can we just talk about... <laughs> like, yeah. is it almost, I, I'd say, up there with... Um, Joe's music videos and songs um, is a part in this where it's like it's post. Oh, it's just it's funny, but it's cruel, and it's (laughs) like he's basically put a a still image of of um, Don on the screen. I'm guessing through one of his internet videos or something um but where the mouse like cut out or whatever and it's obviously <laughs> joe um speaking as if he is don um and he says <laughs> hey carol it's a voice from your past get me the fuck out from under that septic tank <laughs> and i was just i i laughed so much when i saw that because, because it's just like <laughs> Who does that? <laughs> like it's <laughs> it's funny. It's like if if she didn't do it, it's it's beyond cruel. Uh, but yeah. again, in Joe's mind, there is absolutely no doubt that she did it. So again, again, you've got a kind of yeah. you know as as cruel as it may seem, you you kind of have to put yourself in Joe's shoes here and 
possibly not be so quick to judge, I guess, because in his mind, she did it. Um, so in his mind, he's doing a service here. Like he's trying to out her um, in any way he can. But my goodness, like that that part just it, it was just I didn't see it coming. And when it, when it hit the screen, I I was in shock and awe and just <laughs> in absolute fits of laughter. Uh, it was just amazing. It's just so harsh, like overall. If it wasn't, if it, if she didn't do it, then it's, it's extremely oh, cruel. cruel. If but, she didn't like, if do she... it, like, could you, Im- <laughs> could you imagine doing that to anyone? You'd be <laughs> lynched. You'd be absolutely lynched. Like, yeah. Um, but again, that's why I say you kind of need to see it through Joe's eyes and through his perspective. Um, you know, maybe if if he really didn't believe that she'd done it, then maybe he wouldn't have put that out there. But for him, there is no doubt in his mind that Carol Carol murdered him. Um, so in in his eyes, he's he's doing a service here. What do you think about her not holding a funeral for him? There's like no funeral, no memorial. Um... Um... I mean, I suppose what do you think about there that? could be a couple of ways to look at it. Like, um, like obviously, after five years, she was able to declare him dead in order to to gain mm-hmm. assets and money. Um, but you could say that deep within her mind, maybe she could be holding out hope that that he possibly could return to her one day. Um, so therefore, but I suppose by, by doing a funeral one, it's a kind of, it's closure, it's a finalization. It's, it is just that it's closure, but at the same time, Carol's remarried. So you would expect her to want closure on that part of her life. Um, and I suppose as well, if there's no body, maybe I don't know. It's a, it's another one of those things that just makes you really doubt. Like if if you're going down a certain avenue of thinking, um, it could it that alone again could make you doubt what you're thinking. Um, so again, it's another one of the things where there there could be many ways to look at it. I mean, what 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 do you think? I do feel like yeah, maybe it's her way of holding out hope like having a funeral when you don't have a body mm-hmm. and you don't think they're dead but then as well then like, like it's not just closure like it kind of uh it kind of like as much as you can say carol is painted in a certain light like she does quite a lot of things to paint herself in that light like okay maybe for you the the spouse of this person um you know you're holding out hope but then there's other people that that love don and like his family and you know what about their closure what about their chance to say goodbye yeah it's, it's good. even though you'd be talking to an empty casket but still yeah. it's a it's an opportunity for for loved ones to at least have have that final bit of closure. Um, so again, you could look in that, look at that as being fairly cruel. 
like it's it, difficult it, it, com- one. it like comes overall, across whatever it's... way you look at it it kind of comes across that that carol perhaps doesn't really give a damn about anyone else's feelings but her own which is quite cold Yeah, I don't know. As you said, like it could be that she is still holding out hope, and you know, it just it'd be she too doesn't have to go to, the to hold a funeral. Yeah, I mean, but then again, it doesn't stop. The yeah, I suppose if there's funeral. nobody whatsoever, then you could just like, hey, come over yeah. the house this Saturday. <laughs> We're having a barbecue in the garden and a funeral. Yeah. Like. <laughs> uh... No, I mean, if they, if you can have your own, like, I know, I know, but um, it does. I, I don't know. I, I, I can't get past at this point, at least. Like, uh, I, I don't know about you. You might think completely different, but there is, I, I'm at least getting from this that there is this kind of coldness to Carol, um, as a, as a person. Um, like, she likes, she, I, I said in the first podcast, like there's parts in that where where she's on her reserve and she's being complimented on camera, and she appears to absolutely relish in it. And a lot of that is probably because she's had such bad press from the likes of Joe. Um, so for someone to say on camera that she's a good person, like she kind of melts at that. So you could look at it that way, but. Yeah, I'm just I'm I'm very stuck when it comes to to her. She's she's a bit of a mystery in herself. I guess we'll find out as the documentary goes on. Um, but the family say they end up getting only getting like ten percent of his estate, so they yeah. get like kind of kind of screwed in that sense. Um, and I know that Carol says that she keeps the trusts that the daughters had open for them so that you know they can it was you know that was her way of saying like hey i'm not all bad i've kept the trusts open so you'll have the money that yeah. will come what do you think about the video that's shown at the end where it's her reading what i think is it's like an audiobook and she, it's like an ex- excerpt from that audiobook and she says there is a science to getting rich and it is an exact science. The ownership of money and property comes from doing things in a certain way. Those who do things in a certain way, whether on purpose or accidentally, yeah. get rich. What do I uh, think of that? Again, <laughs> you could go you could go back to yeah. the I mean it's so difficult because again, it's whether because just hearing that like that again sounds like a smoking gun like it sounds like okay then it it almost goes hand in hand with with the story of her allegedly doing the deed um but at the same time how do we know that the the uh the director of this documentary hasn't asked her to read this and literally like there could have been so much more to what she read out, and he's gone, yoink! That will fit perfectly right here. Yeah, because it's not it's it's not something that he was involved with whatsoever. This was like from years and years and years and years ago, um, and it was like on a, it was in, like she was doing an audio book, I think for um, I think it's something called The Secret, and it's 
basically like um it's her reading it and she put it up on her site but it's literally nothing to do with so it's just uh, it's just been picked picked out and put in there then yeah it just Mm -hmm. in this context out of context yeah 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 i can see that it's um yeah so that's what i was talking about you know directors using clips out of sequence i i think even i think that clip was from like when don was still like alive even so it's I don't know. Is it, like it's just yeah. Seems kind of I, I still otherwise, isn't it? Oh man, I I guess I just try and see like to see the good in people, and that just seems so underhanded. If that is the case, yeah. So I think that that was just a clip that was taken from way before, and it's just put at the end because it makes it look bad. It's just it fits in perfectly with the theory that I guess the documentary filmmaker is trying to pedal right now is Carol mm-hmm. killed. Uh, Don, um, but I mean we can't know that right now. I guess it's just it just seems <laughs> she's shown in such a bad light uh, that everything does seem like it kind of almost points in that direction. But you can make that happen definitely, for anybody. Definitely. Um, um, like I'd be I'd be very yeah. in, intrigued. Like once once this is all over and once you know it, everything's come to light and once we know what's what. I'd be very intrigued on Carol's thoughts on this documentary as a whole. Yeah, yeah, we'll have to look into that for sure, like when we get towards the end. Um, no, yeah, yeah. I just want to look now just in let's, case. Let's, let's that watch the rest yeah. before we look anything like that up. One, like one of the last questions I want to say is, do you think he was killed or he faked his own death? What has kind of more weight to it? <sighs> It doesn't have to be. It doesn't have to be killed by Carol. Yeah, it could be killed yeah. by anybody. Like, it's, do you reckon he was it's killed? So or was he, I, I don't think I can clearly answer that question at this point. I, I like because there is there's so much in way of looking that he was killed, but at the same time that that one yeah. line of him saying, "If I can pull this off, it will be the the slickest thing I've ever done in my life." that kind of that does push you towards the thinking of like you know if if he has just done the disappearing act and all of this has come about like that's pretty damn slick like is if if he's in costa rica or somewhere else in the world or even still in america but he's got like a fake id or you know maybe 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 he's met up with Saul goodman um and you know like yeah. maybe he's off somewhere with a completely new life um and perhaps it is the slickest thing he's ever done um but the only thing that uh kind of directs me away from that way of thinking is would you be willing to give up all that money like what why why would you want a complete new life when you have everything you need and everything you would ever want in your life already. I, 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 I don't understand what the motive would be. Yeah, it's, it's difficult. I mean, it could, it could be, it could go either way. I mean, then again, as he said, like, uh, Kenny was saying that he did have like money buried. So he could have like loads more money that he just took. He didn't have it in like assets. Um, and he just used that as his gal. Um, he might have gone. I don't know if he's, if anybody's looked into the girlfriend he had in Costa Rica. Maybe he ended up like living his life with her. I mean, he would have been quite 
old by this, so he probably he, he could have died of like natural causes. Yeah, in Iran possibly. In Costa Rica. Right, it's um, it's it's very tough. And again, without 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 seeing like we you know there's there's still what uh, four episodes to go. So with with without seeing what's to come, possibly like it's very hard to really distinguish what might happen because for all we know next episode we could it, could it could be right there oh here's don is it a petrol station in in newcastle england uh, <laughs> you know spotted spotted <laughs> filling up his car like you know we we don't know what's to come yet so it's very difficult to to judge at this point but like i say at this point i'm 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 kind of 50 50 on both We'll do, uh, we'll do a, a poll idea, on yeah. Instagram for this. Um, yeah, so on as we do on Twitter and Instagram, dot, 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 on Instagram, just search us. It's the same logo as what you're looking at right now on your podcast. Um, yeah, just to... It'd be interesting to hear your thoughts, but story. obviously, um, like, uh, you know, we want... Like, because a lot of people listening may may have watched the entire the entire series by now by this point but it's important to get to get your your perspective like if you can perhaps maybe rewatch episode three uh, you know if you want to take part in this and um in this poll and just kind of take yourself back to that first time of watching and your initial thoughts um on, on whether you you believe he he was killed or or he escaped um, <laughs> um, but yeah, it'd definitely be interesting to to, to see uh, which way that goes. So the episode ends with Joe in jail, um, and he's it's on a phone call, and it's him saying, "I'm taking Carol on because everybody else is too scared to. She has a lot of ans- answering to do. Her day is coming, and that's how the episode ends." This documentary series, like uh, it, it, it does a fantastic job of leaving you wanting more. And the the cliff the cliffhangers at the end of each episode are just perfect to draw you in to want to watch that next episode. It's like a soap opera. Like you, you want to like, yeah. Like I'm tuning in for that. I, you know, Joe's Joe's in prison and saying I'm taking her on. No, everyone's scared to take this woman on. But I'm not scared. I, I'm Joe Exotic, god damn it. And I'll take her on. Like and it is, it's it's a perfect ending to to this episode to draw you in for the next. And I I can't wait. Yet again, I cannot wait to to watch. Yep, I can't wait too. It's gonna be good. So that's it for this episode. Um if you like this, subscribe if you haven't already. Um contact us on the socials uh we've got the email as well in the show notes um you can email us and let us in on any of your theories that you think is going on um up to this episode if you can um we don't have any spoilers please um and that's it um Straight anyway, bye i'm joe exotic <laughs> Hey, Carol, it's a voice from your past. Get me the fuck out from under the septic tank. (laughs) (laughs) That was spot on.